Pardon the interruption, but I'm Frank Isola. Hey, Tony, the moon landing was 50 years ago today. Do you remember where you were? I'm Tony Kornheiser. What makes you think I'm 50? You look good. In, in fact, I remember exactly where I was. Which is? I was on the porch, the head counselor's porch, at Camp Kiyuma in Orson, Pennsylvania. There was a 12-inch portable black and white television set. This is pre-cable. It was a long time ago. And we're trying to get it to... We didn't see anything. We it wasn't in high definition, We did right? not see the moon landing that everybody talked about. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. Wilbon couldn't be bothered, so I am pleased to be joined by our good friend from The Athletic, fill in Frank Isola. Who left those guys in? <laughs> we begin today with college football, thank God. Just around the corner, kids. Remember Jalen Hurts at Alabama? He was 26-2 and two there. He went to two national championship games. Then Tua showed up, and Jalen Hurts now finds himself at Oklahoma with one year of eligibility remaining. The coach of Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley, says, and I quote, he's got to win the job first. You know when you come to OU, you're not going to be handed jobs, and certainly not at that position. It's really, truly, may the best man win, unquote. <laughs> Frank Lincoln Riley has to start Jalen Hurts, doesn't he? Of course he does. Lincoln Riley, who do you think you are? Nick Saban? Mm-hmm. You know, for lack of a better term, Jalen Hurts was the top free agent college football quarterback during the offseason. Yes, yes. He could have gone to a lot of places, including up the road here, to College Park. Sure, Maryland. So you don't bring him in not to start. He went to you because he thought he was going to play. You want him because you think he's going to play right away and maybe lead you to a national championship. This is coach speak in July. I, he's playing. And I understand that. Lincoln Riley has, I believe, coached at Oklahoma for two seasons. He's had two yeah. Heisman Trophy winners, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. So he's regarded as the greatest guru of quarterbacks right now over the last two seasons. The reason he's got to start Jalen Hurts, beyond the fact that he's really, really good, is that it is so much easier to transfer now than ever before. And if you don't start this kid, transfers are going to file that away, and they're not going to have anything to do with Oklahoma. So while I applaud the sort of gravity of the statement, you just don't come here to owe you, he's going to start. I can't imagine him not starting. What what you say in July and what you're going to do in August, late August, September, are two different things. But you mentioned the record, 26-2, and and there's a redshirt freshman there, Tanner Mordecai, who's supposed to be very good and learn for a year, but come on. I mean, no. so how are you not going to start there's another, there's a, everything that he's There's a through. recruit, a first-year recruit, apparently, who the, was the best recruit Spencer of all. Spencer Rattler. Oh, okay, but, but Jalen Hurts, and the knock on Jalen Hurts was that he wasn't a pro passer. Not his leadership, not his running, not anything else out there. If Lincoln Riley is as good as we think he is, he'll coach him up to be a really good passer as well. Yeah. Also, this is a coach telling everyone in the locker room, no starting job is guaranteed. See, I'm talking about Jalen Hurts, and I think all the players are sitting around saying, really, Coach? That one's guaranteed. Jalen Hurts came here to play. All right, the best running back in the NFL, the Cowboys' Ezekiel Elliott, is under contract through 2020, but he's eligible for an extension now. Only 13 running backs in NFL history have rushed for at least 4,000 yards in their first three seasons, and Elliott is one of them. That's certainly impressive, but we also know that the shelf life for running backs, not very good. Tony, Zeke turns 24 next week. He's incredibly productive, so should Dallas extend him? This, to me, gets to the heart of an NFL contract, and a particular NFL contract for a running back who goes out there and gets battered and has a shorter career than you want him to have. In the case in point, maybe Todd Gurley, who may be every bit as good as Ezekiel Elliott. Although Ezekiel Elliott, and I just want to read this because it's a fabulous statistic, he's led the NFL in rushing yards his first three years. 
Two other guys did that ever. Jim Brown and Earl <laughs> Campbell. I think Big he's names. special. I think that Dallas is the most glamorous team in football. I think their owner is the most glamorous owner in football. I suspect he will get the extension, though most owners would say this. I got you under contract for two more years. Talk to me in two more years. And that's the issue with the running back. It almost seems like maybe their rookie contract should, should be shorter because, like you talked about, they take such a pounding. They do. But here's a guy, like I said. And he totes it. They yes, give him yes. the ball. Well, he leads, you know, last three seasons, he leads the NFL in yards, carries, and touchdowns. Yeah. So he's incredible. Here's my thing about Elliott. I'm more concerned about him off the field, because uh, he seems to get agreed. a lot of trouble off the field. Agreed. On the field, agreed. I have no issue with him. And Jerry Jones is going to give him the money, because when you look at them from a quarterback situation, tight end, wide receiver, Mari Cooper, Jason Witten, Dak Prescott, they're a win-now God, team. They, they, and I think you're going to want to keep Ezekiel uh, Elliott happy. I'm signing him. Speaking to, to your point, he was suspended once. There was an incident this year that he might have been suspended he, for off the yep. field. If I'm going to give him this money, I want his availability to be 16 games, not 8, not 12. And I'm not totally sure what he's going to do off the yeah. field. Now, Pro Football Talk had a story with it where they said he's privately thinking about a holdout. You think it gets to that? No, I think Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones had Emmett Smith. And, and he wasn't signed for a while. And they lost a couple of games. And he then had they to went be, to the Super Bowl. Yeah, because of Emmett Smith. Golden Tate, speaking of football, has played wide receiver for Seattle, Detroit, and Philadelphia so far. This year, he will play wide receiver for the Giants. Looking back at his career, Tate thinks Matthew Stafford is the best quarterback he has played with. <laughs> Tate told WDIV in Detroit, and I quote, he's tough, his attitude is amazing, and he just wants to play ball. It's almost unfair that he's such a good player and doesn't have playoffs or a ring to show for it. If you put him in another organization, maybe things are different. Because I've played with some guys over my years that I've won playoff games <laughs> with that I don't think are as good, unquote. Frank, Tate won a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. Do you think Tate is right that Stafford is better? Uh, I want you to sit here and say that I'm your favorite co-host, that I'm the best one you've ever had. This is about which quarterback has been better for Golden Tate, and it's been Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he's yeah, had three yeah. seasons in his career where he's had at least 1,000 receiving yards, all with Matthew Stafford. He averaged 93 catches a year in Detroit, Matthew Stafford. He never did that in Seattle, never came close. In fact, the most he ever had in one season was 64. Russell Wilson is a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. I get it. Matthew Stafford hasn't had a great team, hasn't had a great defense. I think it's a nice thing to say about Matthew Stafford. I also don't believe that it's true. There are numbers that are impossible to ignore. Matthew Stafford, as a starter, is 66 and 75. So that's what? That's nine under? Yeah. Russell Wilson is 75, 36, Incredible. and 1. That's plus 40. Russell Wilson is 8 and 5 in the playoffs, and Matthew Stafford is 0 for at the moment. He, he's 0 for 3. I like Matthew Stafford. He flings it. He looks like he's having a good time. He doesn't win. They don't put up enough points to win games. What, what interests me even more is, and I don't know that it's a concerted campaign, but this is another guy who played with Russell Wilson who is saying that Russell Wilson isn't as good as you people think he is. It started with the defense. Richard that's, what Sherman it, that's what it's about. hung him out a couple of yep. times. There's something else going on there that we are not aware of. This is now happening with Aaron Rodgers in Green yeah. Bay. People are going away and they're saying, eh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't get it. You think with Russell Wilson, if he doesn't throw that interception and he hands the ball off to Marshawn Lynch and they score. Blame they the assistant beat. coach. Blame the offensive coordinator. But it's almost like the players now no. blame him. By the way, Matthew Stafford has 26 Fourth quarter plus overtime comebacks. That's 11th all time. But you know what that means? His team's always, always trailing. Behind. They're always behind. That's why he yeah. has to come back. All right. D'Angelo Russell was a big winner in free agency by converting one good season 
into a $117 million contract with Golden State. The deal raised eyebrows and immediately led to speculation that the Warriors plan to move Russell sooner rather than later. However, Warriors general manager Bob Myers said we didn't sign him just to trade him. Tony, do you buy that the Warriors are keeping D'Angelo Russell? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't understand why they wouldn't. They lost Kevin Durant to the Nets. A lot of they scoring. lost Clay Thompson to an injury. He may not come back all next year. This kid scored. You need points. I, I don't really Maybe down the road, maybe when Clay Thompson comes back, you would trade him. But this kid's very good. Since when is very good <laughs> not important to a team? Yeah. And you know what it is, too? It's all about collecting assets. And that's what they need. So D'Angelo Russell, the way that he's trending, I get it. He was immature in L.A. and didn't play well. Okay. He came to Brooklyn. He became an all-star. Yes, he was an you know, injury replacement. He still was an all-star this season. If you're Golden State, you don't have Klay Thompson to start the season. He's going to play a lot, D'Angelo Russell. And all he's going to do is build up his value. And a couple years down the road, maybe a year down the road, this contract won't look that crazy. I think it's smart what the Warriors did. They're not getting rid of him anytime soon. They want to be a playoff team. So, so you know this better than I. You cover this sport far more than I do in depth. The Warriors, have they not earned our trust? They've been to five straight finals. Have they not? Do we not want to say this is interesting by the Warriors? Ten years ago when Greg Popovich was coaching a team that went to the finals all the time. And he, if he had done this, wouldn't have people right. said, that's Brilliant. interesting. Because Greg Popovich has earned your trust in this. But you I don't what, get this. But you know what also happens? Because they got Russell in a sign-and-trade for Kevin Durant. So, in theory, you're not winning that trade, even though Durant's hurt. He's not going to play. You're winning game. because was, he's it, leaving. And, and he's going to get a lot of play. You just time. got a body who can score 25 points back when yeah. you didn't have to get anything. And, he, like I said, he matured. He had a lot of nonsense that went on in L.A., but he's matured a lot. Remember last year when West Virginia made the horns-down sign at the Texas Longhorns and drew a penalty for it? People mostly thought this was stupid, except for Texas fans who naturally applauded the penalty. Well, this season, the Big 12 will allow the horns down gesture as long as it is brief and not directed at opposing players. Frank, are these acceptable conditions to you? Can I give the thumbs down to the horns down? I mean, what, what, what is the big deal? I get it. It's about taunting. And they're trying to eliminate okay. taunting with players. They also don't want to get the fans too crazy. I mean, but it seems like Texas is a school, especially the football program, that gets picked on more than any other program. And it seems like they're the ones that are clapping back at this. Like They're upset. I don't think it's that big of a deal. So this, is, kind of this is not the finger. Okay, this is something germane to a particularly stupid thing that Texas has been doing for 200 years. When it says you can't do it at opposing players, if you if you did it to Oklahoma, they would say, hey, we're Oklahoma. (laughs) We don't care about this stupid sign. This is making something out of absolutely nothing. I would hope that Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State flashes this thing at Tom yeah. Herman and they get in a fight. That would make me laugh. Remember, wasn't it Baker Mayfield who planted the flag at Ohio yeah. State? Yeah. I mean, that's, in, that's a form of taunting and it could, could come across as so a little obnoxious. So don't stand over a guy and do it. But I, the rest I of it... I don't know, running around like this, is that that big of a deal? We, we care too much about what the Texas Longhorns care about. You know, and it is... But there is a fine line between taunting, though. You have to be anti Yeah, if you stand over the guy. I don't want to sound old, but I'm it. anti No, if you stand too. over the guy and you do it, fine. But if you flash it on the After, way back to the bitch, so what? And I think the fans kind of like that stuff. Let's they, take a break. Back. Coming up, forget winning. Could we expect Tiger to make the cut at the British Open? And could Anthony Davis's first season with the Lakers be his last season with the Lakers? That was quick. Do you believe, you believe right, that we landed on the moon? You don't take us at the Kyrie oh, yes. Irving position? Yeah. <laughs> no. that is, is that his I believe. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by Nissan. Innovation that excites.
Technology Truth, brought to you by Geico. Technology Truth. Truth. Teenagers can communicate entirely in emojis. How was the birthday party? Pizza slice, kitten, soccer ball, pineapple? Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at Geico.com. What are you talking about? Paperclip, shoulder shrug, high five, wizard hat? What? Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. It's time for the game that inspired the nationwide boom in sports betting over under. Please give us the first one, Phil and Frank. I'm looking forward to this. Third place finish for Brooks Kepka this week in Northern Ireland. Yes. The Open. So I understand that in the last four majors, he has finished either first or second. And in the last six majors, he has either finished first or second yes. five of six times. He's the best golfer in the world right now in majors, if that's yep. all we're talking about. The British Open is the least predictable because of the weather. It can be 70 degrees in the morning, and it can be raining sideways in the afternoon with a 40-mile-an-hour wind. So, so I'm going to go over, and by over, I mean fourth or fifth Ooh. or sixth or seventh. I, I just don't trust predictions in that tournament. I'm going to go under on this one. Here's a couple of reasons why. First of all, his caddy has been a member of this club for 30 years. Is his caddy playing? Well, his caddy knows the course. Okay. And when he left Florida State, he went right to Europe and played golf, Brooks Kepka. Right. So he yes, he was, he was on the tour there. Yes. In fact, one year, I think he was the rookie of the year, his first year. Has he play. played World Port Rush? Do we know that? We assume he's played. Well, he's he's practiced on it. And okay. Tiger Woods, in fact, asked to practice with him. Give me so some So he could get the caddy. He, he wanted no. the caddy. What's next? No. The cut. Tiger Woods is finished at the British Open. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna say he is going to make the cut. I understand that it is fashionable to look at the fact that he has played no competitive golf between majors. He's just taken time off. On a vacation. Never played there. He's done all of those things. But this is Tiger Woods, kids. I mean, I, I think there's enough memo, muscle memory there to slap it around and make the cut. I'm not saying he's going to win. But I think we're going to see him, even though I will concede to you that winning the Masters has made everything else this year a victory lap for him, and he hasn't worked on it. Yeah, I don't have him making the cut. Really? Why. First of all, he went out for a practice round. He played the first hole. Then right. he went right to 13, played 13 through 18. Then after Well, then said, you don't get stuck in the front. You just <laughs> but, keep But going. he said, I don't feel sharp. And remember this, too. You mentioned the weather. Yeah, it's terrible. He has a history of back issues. Don't you think that's going to affect him? He's not hitting the ball well off the tee. And the weather. He hasn't yeah. made the cut there for about, I think it's three straight years But I think, now. I don't think he'll hit driver if he doesn't feel he can. I think he'll hit stinger. I just, I just again, I think he's Tiger Woods. Yeah. I think he will make the cut. One What's of the it? last four. He didn't make the cut. No. Did he win the Masters? Yeah. Did he win it? Of course. I think he won it. Didn't make the PGA though. All right. Uh, 50 home runs for Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm going to go over on this. You are. Um, he's got. He so you hit, believe in the juice ball, then, in other words? To some degree. I think everybody's hitting home runs. He hit two last night. He's got 33 so far. He's on a pace to hit 56. If you look at the Dodger lineup, it's lefty-righty, and they all hit with power. He is going to play in every game because he's chasing the Triple Crown. He's first in home runs now, I think, second in average, second in RBI. He's chasing the MVP. You're, he's not going to take nights off. And if you tell me, and I know you will, running away the most the he's ever hit is 39 home runs. I'll tell you this year, that doesn't matter. Well, remember a couple of things. Number one, he's got to get over 50, so it's not getting 50. I got All him. All right, I go over. I got him under. How about this? In the National League, since 06, one player has hit more than 50 Ryan home Howard, runs. Ryan Howard, right? Ryan Howard? He did in 06. Okay. John Carlos Stanton okay. did it. He hit 50. And he's out of... 
seven. He's out of the National League now. He's in the American League. I, I get that. But, yeah. you know, I think August rolls around. You're running away with the division. But it's you're going to take some days off. He's no. going to be under. You're competing for the MVP. With Christian Yelich has 32. You're competing for the Triple Crown. So he's not going to Guess, guess who has 30 in the American League? He won't get 50. All right. One and a half seasons with the Lakers for Anthony Davis. What do you got? So this has come about because Anthony Davis told Rachel Nichols of ESPN that he wasn't even thinking about extending a contract, signing a new contract. He had only one year left on his contract, and he was going to concentrate on that. Yeah. Which is probably wise because he didn't take the Kyrie Irving route <laughs> to say, I'll you sign have me back. Yeah, and then yeah. said, I, I don't want to sign yeah. at all. Look, he did everything he could, including walk away from his own team to get to the Lakers. He's going to even be, he's in Space Jams too. If LeBron needs it, he'll create a Space Jams three and put Anthony Davis in there. I think he'll be there a minimum of two years, so I will go over yeah, on Yeah, I'm going to go over as well. And I really think what this story does, it's just a way to troll the Knicks and their fans. Because now all season long, you're going to hear, maybe Anthony Davis maybe, will maybe, come maybe. to the Knicks. Because remember, Anthony Davis, there were two teams he considered being traded to, the Knicks yeah. and the Lakers. But we know this, Tony. The Lakers get these kind of players. They don't lose players like Anthony Davis. You want to go to L.A., you want to stay there. He, after what happened in New Orleans with the way that whole thing fell apart, there's no way that he's not re-signing with the Lakers after one year, especially with LeBron still locked up. Rich Paul attempted to undermine the entire league to get Anthony Davis to the Lakers. I don't think he's leaving at the end of this year. Yeah, and, I don't. And his image took a beating. He's not leaving yeah. after one season. Over, under, now, over. He did a great job holding up the Vanna White. Let's take one last break, but still to come, Jerry West says he's never been with a better franchise than the Clippers. Really? Is he telling the truth? And do we have another indication that Gronk may not stay retired for long? How's that Jerry West's well. career? How's his career? Unbelievable. Would you like that career? Could I interest you in Jerry not West's Kevin career? Kevin Durant, you know. Kawhi Leonard, yeah. Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. Knows what he's doing, don't Pretty you? Pretty good. Happy time, people. Happy 37th birthday, Carly Lloyd. Four years ago, when the United States Women's World Cup won it all, Carly Lloyd was their biggest star. She won the Golden Ball, emblematic of the best player in the tournament. She was a member of this year's winning team as well, but because of age, she was brought off the bench when she played. And she watched as Megan Rapinoe became the biggest star of the team in the tournament. And this is what happens when there's four years between the event you're most known for. Age comes creeping in. You know what? A Jersey girl, by the way, and I'll tell you this. She didn't start any games. She was one of the best 11 American players. No debate about that. Happy anniversary, Bryce Harper. On this day last year, Harper won the Home Run Derby in his then home park in Washington, D.C. He had the great advantage of having his father pitch to him and both utterly ignored the rules about waiting for the ball to land before throwing the next pitch. I was there. It was as thrilling a moment as I've ever seen in sports, even though I know it was just an exhibition. But to see Harper in his home park win this thing late and with such drama is something I'm not going to forget. At that moment, were you thinking... He's staying in Washington. Yes. We're going to resign him. 100%. I thought the same thing, too. 100%. I, I didn't know how they could up the let, love. I didn't know how they could let him leave after that. <laughs> you know, it was great. Happy Trails, Terrence Nance, the director of Space Jam 2, has left the project over what is referred to as, quote, different takes on the creative vision, unquote. We have been led to believe that a pivotal reason LeBron chose Los Angeles was to be able to do Space Jam 2 this summer. Some people even speculate LeBron was perfectly fine missing the playoffs oh. because it meant more time to do Space Jam 2. 
I have no idea what creative differences can come in a cartoon movie, but speaking for me only here, I would not be surprised <laughs> if Rich Paul is in the middle of this. I heard Bugs Bunny also upset. Who'd you have going first, Frank Vogel or Terrence Nance? Which one? I had Vogel. I didn't even <laughs> he know. He survived Terrence, it. Yeah, I didn't know Terrence Sanders was doing this. We have a couple <laughs> of corrections. Ezekiel Elliott has led the NFL in rushing yards per game the last three years, not total rushing yards. And it was Steph Curry, not Kyrie Irving, who questioned the moon landing. Kyrie questioned whether the earth was round. Am I right about that? And it is round, right? Yes. I, yes. Well, I can't Ky- speak for everybody. He, I Kyrie then says, I'm kidding. I'm, oh, no. It, is it true? Yeah, he's the one that said the earth is flat. Right, okay. Let's go to the big finish. Here we go. Jerry West, this is amazing to me, told Dan Patrick he's never been with a better franchise than the Clippers. Do you believe that? That's he's tweaking the Lakers for that one. He loves Steve Ballmer. He's got a lot of money. Pro Football Talks as a source close to Gronk gives him a 40% chance of coming out of retirement. What do you give him? Well, I gave him 80% when he announced. I would stay with 80. That doesn't mean this year. But within the, within the two years of his retirement, I believe he's going to come back. As long as Tom Brady's he's coming doing. back. He's coming back. Uh, Luis Severino of the Yankees says he'd be happy to pitch out of the bullpen. Do you think that's a good idea? Maybe. I'll tell you what. His two playoff starts last year, he wasn't good. Maybe better off in the bullpen. The Blue Jays designated Edwin Jackson for assignment. Will there be a 15 team for him? It's an amazing career. I watched him with the Nats. He was with the Nats two different times. The Nats need a starter right away. Max Scherzer is on the IL for a little while. I wouldn't be surprised if he got to another team. Last one, the Braves have won five straight. So I hear six tonight in Milwaukee where they used to play. Brandon Woodruff, 10 and 3, going from Milwaukee. By the way, there's seven and a half games up on your Nats. Yeah, no, they're the best team in the division. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. And I'm Frank Isola. Thanks for watching. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts.